Hello and welcome to episode 5 of In The Doll's House, the parenting podcast made by dads for dads. This week we're taking a look at the main differences between having an infant and a toddler, looking at a normal week in the life of a 10-month-old and a 3-year-old. We also take the chance to discuss some of the trips we've been on with our young family, to the initial tentative walks around the block, to taking them overseas for the first time, and we also talk about which gear we would never leave the house without. So, you know the drill, grab a brew, treat yourself to a couple of biscuits, and come and play with us in the doll's house. So Chris, um, how's your week been? You had a busy week? Yeah, so uh, back to normal, uh, back to uh, back to working, obviously Eden's uh, back to, to nursery, the standard kind of Sunday evening blues where she was like not really up for it and she was kicking up a fuss in the morning as well um so yeah that that was good um we've had a new bin for the kitchen so that's always very exciting as an adult when you get a new bin um she's not been in it yet well hopefully she won't be from now on because it's obviously been used since but she might have been in the box um box a box is always a great play opportunity Exactly. So you get you spend so much money on the actual toy, they end up just getting inside of the box. So um, and you, she doesn't you're quite better get off just the, buying a bin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She'll be like grouch, just sticking her head out of it every now and again. Um, but then, like, yeah. if the neighbours walk past, you see the door to pop, pop her head out of the bin. <laughs> Call social services. It's all right. She loves it. That doesn't help. Um, it's just just where we keep her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm I'm pretty pretty tired today. So um, like, I played I played football last night for the first time in a long time and. Like when we were trying to get her ready for bed last night, she sort of, I say snuck off. I didn't really have the energy to chase after, but like she sort of got out of bed whilst I was with her and then she went down with her mum in our bed. And like within about 30 to 45 seconds, she'd fallen asleep on our bed. Nice. Uh, so I thought, right, I can't really, I'll, I'll try and wake her up, but she's not having any of it. So so hopefully I can go to football and she'll be in her own bed. But obviously I came back. So th- this was about 10 o'clock I come back because we played quite late. And she was literally spread eagled over, over my side of the bed. I'm like, I'm not getting in there. So I ended up sleeping in her bed. Um, like, luckily, she's out of the cot. I was going to say. <laughs> I got stuck inside. Yeah, I couldn't get out. Shake, <laughs> shaking the, the bars. bars down. I'm stuck yeah. inside again. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a harmonica and, and just kept like, dragging my, my, my flask against the bars as if I was stuck in a prison. Uh, so yeah, not much sleep last night. So yeah, pretty tired today. Um, how about yourself? So, how, how was your week? Positive week with yourself and your family? Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good week. We've uh, we've been on half term this week, so um, we've been visiting family and we've been on a couple of trips, which we'll chat a bit more about later on. Um, there's been a lot of loading the car and unloading the car, which is always good. Um, trying to fit everything in to gaps that you just shouldn't be putting fitting things into really i mean i'm not talking about my little girl i'm talking more about the actual equipment and things that we're taking with us but yeah, yeah um they, they fit, they, they, i think uh, infants fit quite nicely under the uh, the passion deceit footwell uh, and it's amazing <laughs> yeah, like, oh she slided <laughs> sold yeah. the foot. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's it's, it's amazing how uh, efficient you become as a as a father uh, um, being able to take advantage of all the little nooks and crannies in the car when so if you're going to stay I don't know with your parents or whatever so you, you might have an overnight stay or whatever and you've got like loads of gear the amount of gear that you take away with is unbelievable it's but, ridiculous yeah, being able to kind yeah. of yeah just squeezing them in any kind of sort of <laughs> any any hole um, yeah I mean the way I, the way I do it there, is <laughs> way I do it is I, I sing the Tetris music as I'm doing it <laughs> um, and I, I think that helps yeah. in some way, shape, or form. 
you're always waiting for the square one, but you end up get that owl-shaped one, and it's the wrong way. Oh, I know, and yeah, I keep... And definitely you, something new. And when you're packing your own car, you do that to yourself, because you choose which bits come in which order. You always pick the wrong yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like Jenga, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. I probably shouldn't be pulling on the wheel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, 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 that ties in quite nicely then. So, uh, I, I think what we were, we were going to discuss then is... Um, now, obviously, um, our children are sort of getting old enough, and and that it's it's a lot less frightening for for take them outside into the wild world. So, it's that case of you know what can you do with your with your child and getting yourself out there for you know keeping them entertained, keeping you kind of entertained and things like that. So, so what sort of trips have you been on uh, with yourself and your partner and your daughter? So, I know initially when we when we very first had her, so when she was really young. Um, we looked at like good places to go with a baby um, and a lot of what we were reading was just do the things that you would normally do and take them with you. Like I don't mean strap, <laughs> strap them onto your front whilst you're playing football or anything, but yeah. um, like... What happens if you're into skydiving? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean... One more thousand. Pull the cord and like nappies come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah luckily uh luckily you'd have a fail safe at a certain height wouldn't you and you, the parachute would pop hopefully but yeah um oh you'd hope so yeah you'd hope so and it'd say bluey across it oh <laughs> yeah um no i mean that's like blowy though bluey <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm talking like the more mundane stuff like um going to the supermarket and things like that um basically yeah. when they're when they're really little you're looking to do things that are gonna give them something to look at so just going for yeah. a walk outdoors is going to be giving them loads of things to look at because everything's new to them. Going to the supermarket, yeah. you've got loads of different shapes and colours and there's all sorts of different people. Yeah. Um, I know that like some of the earlier trips that we went on, we discovered that our little girl's a real people watcher and she just like loves yeah. watching watching people go by, which, which works really well if you're like, going for a coffee and a cake, which, um, yeah, I'm quite yeah. partial to. So... Uh, mm-hmm. We did we did quite a lot of that early on, um, and as they get a bit bigger, you can take them on sort of better trips. But I mean, <laughs> better trips, yeah, be- better trips, like yeah. an actual trip rather than going right. We're going on a trip. Where are we going? Just down the road yeah. and then back again. Um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Get get your coat. We're going to Aldi. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, but that that's literally some of the best things you can do with them because it's a bit of stimulus for them. The car ride's obviously yeah. good for them as well they enjoy that so it's it's finding little things that are gonna give them a bit of a stimulus give them something to look at um we yeah so we can't we can't take uh our daughter to well we take her there anyway so as part of the, the saturday routine is taken to the supermarket but we can't take her to thing uh, take her to the supermarket to show her things to look at because if we showed us things to look at she'd want to buy it she's like oh uh, yeah yeah watermelon it's like as big as a red. although actually we took her to the uh the supermarket the other day and was going to get some watermelon slices um and then she um she sort of put those in but then noticed that the actual full-size watermelon that actually although it was more expensive for the actual watermelon was actually more cheaper for per slice so she's actually understanding yeah. the, the concepts of economies of scale so that was actually quite cool <laughs> but but yeah i can see where you're coming from like those initial kind of yeah 
being able to spot things and it's uh, it, it's it's loud as all those stimulus and things like that. Um, we obviously we couldn't have done that at the time because we we was in lockdown, so it was it was a faff of you know it, it, it was always one or the other of of us that would have done it. But but yeah, I, I love how you can sort of take him out and 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 she's a, a people watcher as well. You were saying so she's already kind of a yeah. people. Do you think she'll be a, a she's quite a social um, infant? Do you think she's like how how was she with like obviously with yourselves and uh, and your partner, but like family extended family and then like your friends at the meeting for the first time i think um i think she can be a little bit cautious to start off with um yeah. and we do we do facetime because we don't live like close to any of our family like close enough to just pop around the corner and see them sort of thing so right. we don't live close enough to do that with any of them which means that we facetime them quite a bit so that she remembers what they look like and yeah. she absolutely loves that she loves having a bit of a facetime with like any anybody really to be fair but like when she's meeting them and they're actually there in the flesh, she is a little bit cautious to start off with. Yeah. But after about after about like thirty seconds to a minute, um, she's absolutely fine. And with people she sees more regularly, so like obviously she sees us every day, so there's there's no problem there. But like um, she goes to nursery one day a week, and mm. she definitely remembers the staff that work at the nursery because when she gets yeah. start off with, she found that transition quite hard. But yeah. within Within, I'd say, three weeks, considering that's only three days of her going, she yeah. kind of got used to them and realised that they were there to help her and um, yeah. and that they were that they were really good people. So, yeah, I, I don't think she's, I, I don't think she has a problem sort of socially. I think she she's quite happy to socialise with other people and with other yeah. children as well at the nursery. So that that's quite good. I mean, yeah, I how was a, it for? I mean, how was it for your little girl? Because obviously you were saying. Um, she was born during lockdown. Yeah. And there would have been that period of time where you could start to get used to being in more crowded or noisy places that you wouldn't have been able to do. So it would have been a bit later on you would have started that. Do you think that's had any any impact on her or do you think socially she's any different because of being a lockdown baby? Yeah, I think so. Um, so she's, she's definitely... She's a different child um, when she's with... Um, I think there's, there's there's three levels to her. So when she's with us, she's an absolute ball of energy. She's so funny. She's got a right lovely character about it. If she's with sort of friends and family members that she kind of knows, so we do exactly the same with my family in relation to the the FaceTime. And it, it's it's mental, like how how used to being able to use technology to communicate with family members a, a three year old is. So we I can't yeah. imagine. You know, obviously we're going back to 1988 when I was three years old, but. The, the idea of like them just being so it's just so natural to him it's mind-blowing that you know uh, you know when you want to call nanny or nana um got him on the phone yeah it's bonkers so so yeah when she's with like uh friends and family members who she'll she'll know when she'll recognize again she's a bit shy to start with and then then she'll come out of a shell but if things like uh, she'll go football once a week or you know if she's meeting new people she'll be really really shy so she she won't really interact with the, the other kids that she doesn't know too well definitely won't interact with um other o- o- other adults um i i think she's getting a little bit better but yeah she's definitely there's definitely a, a you know a, a lockdown kind of part of it um but as I said, when we'll talk about like the routines and stuff like that a little bit later on, she she she's getting better. But yeah, hundred percent. She, she I I think your the, the, the social intelligence of of your daughter compared to my daughter at the same age might be slightly different. I think, um, 
I, I suppose we'll see. It'll be nice to kind of compare, <laughs> to, like test. Yeah, them, I suppose. I think there will be. I suppose also you'll you'll be able to compare when you have your next one as well because you'll have oh yeah you'll have one that's definitely <laughs> yeah. a lockdown like, baby and one that definitely isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm quite or, happy yeah. for you to compare with with me as well. I mean, that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, but you will have another one. Don't don't forget that. There's another one on the yeah. way. Yeah, 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 and yeah. and and just sort of talking about it now, it's like so um, with um, our, our three-year-old, she was in a different position within uh, my wife, um, oh, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. Uh, but so so this one's more forward, so you can see her more when she's moving about. Um, it's not quite close enough, so you can see sort of handprints and footprints and things like that as if she's trying to get out. Um, but you see her moving, like the belly button popping out every now and again, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a difference already, um, just the position in, in your wife. But yeah, we'll see. So so I, I do think that maybe she'll probably be more used to things because we'll be out and about. It'll just be normal. Everything will just be normal. But obviously, she's been through that change. She wouldn't. She won't remember any any of this. Obviously, when she's fifteen or sixteen. But there's definitely that that sort of that that element of the lockdown issue. I mean, do you think that that will change moving forward? Do you think she'll become more outgoing towards new people? Because, like, obviously, me and you have been friends for a long time, and yeah. like, whenever like um, we've been in social situations, even with people that we don't know, you're always probably yeah. one of the more outgoing people of our group. So, like, do you think that she'll become more like that because she sees sees you being like that, or do you think Possib- that it's something possibly. that? Yeah, possibly. I, th- I suppose I it's think what it is, time will tell. Without- yeah, without sort of going into too much detail, I think myself and my wife are polar opposites, I think. So, um, yeah, I, I do like to, not so much the centre of attention, but I'm happy to start for conversations with people I've never met before, whereas my wife might not necessarily be as comfortable. So she might possibly be somewhere in between, I think. I, I, you know, she's not definitely not as outgoing as, as I am, I think. But she's def- she is improving, you know, just kind of going back, she is, she is improving. So we'll see. Hopefully, so she, she's... I think she's quite a character at nursery, especially with the adults. I think that she knows and she recognises and she, she's confident with. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's a cracking question. That. It's something to that we, you know that she'll develop. But yeah, hope you know we'll we'll see. Um, I suppose as well that that'll get developed as she starts going to school as well. So that that'll be something that comes along as yeah. as she starts at school and as she moves through school and develops friendship groups and things like that. Yeah, so, I, I, that, that, yeah, I think that's the thing that 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 friendship group thing. She's she's too, she does have a friends at, at, at nursery. She does remember, like she will come back and say who she's been working with. Um, and there's also a child I think who was in a previous group who's now of age to come up to the group with her every now and again, and she remembers her. So yeah. that's so that's so that's good. So yeah, it's 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 just part part of parenting. You're always going to worry on whether they're going to kind of fit in with their social group or not. But but then saying that. Now I'm sort of 38. I I I don't really have time for the meeting new people. We I think that's part of the problem. Really, is we me and my wife like we like our own little solace. We like being in our own comfort zone and, and you know just doing things in the family. So we hardly ever do anything with other families. So maybe that might impact it. Maybe we need to sort of think about how can we develop our daughter's social cues by just sort of <laughs> being like hating people less and going out and meeting people. I think. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of people get like that. Though once they've got their little family, they 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 get this family little bubble, don't they? That's quite a, yeah. a happy little place to be. And yeah. you're also trying to, it's hard to fit everything in, in fairness, especially when they're really yeah. young. Like yeah. trying to meet up with other families isn't isn't the easiest to do, but I mean, it's, it's no. doable, definitely. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you have to you have to put a pick a date, don't you? Really, you have to sort of look in the calendar. Yeah, so, yeah I'm, I'm freed next January for about half an hour on the first. <laughs> this is it. One. Um, but we'll see. She's yeah. actually starting swimming lessons tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. So, talking about your 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 little bubble, then. So, so um, you've you've talked about going to your 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 parents and maybe your partner's parents as well. But what sort of other trips have you been in with your bubble? Like, where have you, where have you sort of taken your daughter out to, and where would you recommend what went, kind of went well there? So, um, I'd start by recommending. Well, definitely recommending not to go. I mean, th- this was a a great trip. We went up to visit my partner's parents. This is when she was still quite young um and uh, they live up towards hull so we went up that right. way and whilst we were up there we, we we were like well it's not far to get to the beach from here so we thought oh we'll go we'll go to a little beach we'll go like round the arcades and things like that to expose her to things that she'd not seen before and and see a few new things and also it's just a nice day out isn't it to go to a bit of a beach i mean yeah. we picked a day that wasn't like dead warm or anything it was when we got there it was actually quite cold because it was a bit windy as well but um it we got there and we're like this will be all right so we walked walked up and down a little bit to see what was there and then after we'd walked up and down we went in the arcades a little bit which was quite good and then it got to the point of needing to feed her so Mm. we decided we'll go and sit down on the beach to do that and uh, because we'd not been down onto the onto the sand yet yeah um and everything was going quite well so we'd got the way we we do it is we've got a, a milk that we um that we make up as as we go in sort of thing um the power mm-hmm. the, the formula and we make it up when we were there so we made it up we put it in a little pot to cool it down a little bit so that we were getting a bit of cold water around it and we're like this is going well this is going all right so far apart from having to faff around and find everything everything was going yeah. okay um and then uh, just as we got it made we took the lid off the the bottle and then i stood up to go and get her sand fell off me and went all over the bottle <laughs> No. And it was like, ah, oh, we spent ages getting all that sorted. Luckily, we yeah. had loads of boiling water left over, so we just tipped it over yeah. the teat of the bottle and sterilised it that way. But it was yeah. just one of those things that it then went really windy and a bib was blowing in her face and it, yeah. it was just a bit of a nightmare. Um, and then, obviously, she wants to get her hands in the sand and then she wants to put her hands in her mouth. And, yeah, um, yeah it was, it was a, that was a, a tough one. Um, I mean, as far as good trips go, um, visiting family is always really good because mm. family are always really happy to help out as well. So um, you get to family and straight away they're taking your daughter off you so that they can get a bit of time with her, which yeah. is great because then they're obviously socialising with the rest of the family yeah. Um, yeah. and having that close bond in time with those as well. Um, and at the same time, it means that you get a little bit of time where you're not having to think about all of the stuff at the same time as looking after your mm. daughter. So you yeah. get a little bit of respite from trying to think of everything, organise everything at the same time as entertaining them, um, yeah. which which is obviously really hard work, but it's it's something that's good fun. And if you work as a team together, the two of you, you can you can do it. It's, yeah. um, it's just nice when you visit family because then you get that little bit of extra thinking time, I suppose. Um, and time to prep things yeah. you for, you, it's weird yeah, yeah. You, you almost forget how to have nothing going on at that at that, 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 that there, there that isn't time where going on. It, it's, it's almost like um 
I can't, I can't really think of an example, but it's always like like TV shows or something, or you see like when someone might put some headphones in and you don't hear what they're listening to, that it just goes into silence. So as soon as you hand your your child over to to their the grandparents or something, it's like straight, it's like just calm yeah. and really serene. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> I can think for myself. What do I want? I think I have a cup of tea. <laughs> um, but, I remember but, yeah, actually, like thinking back when. Um, when she was quite young and we were getting pe- people coming around and visiting and things like that, your brother actually came around to visit and uh, with his partner. Oh, God. And, yeah. Um, yeah, they were they came around, they were sat on the sofa, and your, brother, your brother's partner was like, oh, I'll have a hold. So she held her, and she fell asleep on her straight away. And she stayed yeah. on her for, like, two hours. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was, and it was like... <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. Like, we're going upstairs. Yeah. Just gonna, we're just going to do some cleaning and tidying through there. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll stick the tally on for you. Yeah, no, um, but yeah. But, but the problem think, is, though, if, if if my brother's partner was, was looking after your daughter, who was looking after my brother? I mean, well, <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, there was oh, that. left the back door open? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he, he was quite entertained by the cat, so... Um, well, yeah. yeah. All, all was good, yeah. To, to be fair, um, I was I speaking mean, to, like, because my brother knows we do this part, doesn't he? And he was saying, like, oh, do you want yeah. people on who definitely aren't having children? I was like, oh, you can do, I suppose, have a look at that perspective, but yeah. He has furry children, doesn't he? He has he has plenty of animals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bloody as far never. as good trips go, though, um, like we've not been able to go um, abroad on holiday um, yet. We've just applied for a passport, actually, for her. So, yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, you helped us with that, didn't you? So we've, yeah. we've just applied for a passport um, and we're hoping to go probably in the summer now um, yeah. to, to go away uh, somewhere on a plane or a boat or well probably not a boat my partner cannot stand boats so somewhere on a plane um, <laughs> yeah. to, to a different country um but we did do a holiday in this country um at center parks yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. Which, and we took the nottingham one was we it? took my parents or... yeah we went to the nottingham one which is close by okay um, yeah we took my parents along which was really helpful um and it meant that we got a bit of time to go into the spa together and things like that yeah. Um, as in the Aquasan a bit, not the spa shop. The spa um, shop, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. we got a little bit of time to go and do that together. Um, but it was just a really nice trip. And we found that our little girl really enjoyed the um, outdoors during that trip. So yeah. like um, going from where you stay in to where everything happens in Santa Parks is always a little bit of a trek. But she was yeah. fascinated. Like she was... She was either in a carrier or she was in her pushchair most of the time um, if yeah. we were going out somewhere. Um, and she was just fascinated looking up at all the trees and um, mm. looking at, like, the squirrels everywhere, isn't there? So looking yeah, at squirrels yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and all the all the different things that you have when you're in nature. And, um, I mean, we take her on little walks and things quite often. And we've done that today when we've, we've been over to uh, my parents today and we've been for a walk there. And earlier on in the week, we were up in Hull and I took her for a bit of a walk there as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of nice trips that you can go on. I think the Centre Parks trip would have been hard without having my parents because at the time the car we had um, wasn't big enough to fit all of the stuff in that we needed to take. Um, mm. And going abroad is going to be interesting because obviously we can't take as much stuff as we would if we were going away somewhere in the UK. So that, yeah. that might be quite an interesting one to see how different that is. Um, so how, was, how I mean, old was your daughter when you went to Centre Parks? 
uh, oh god when would that have been that's really hard to think actually she must have been about she must have been about five months or so I reckon so, so that's it was during so that's really... a it's during a half term break it probably would yeah it probably would have been five months yeah probably about five months mm. um, and she was she was great she really enjoyed yeah. it um yeah, and my parents got used to looking after her as well, which was useful because, um, like, if they ever come up and we, we need them to look after her for any reason, like, if they're filling in for a day that we can't get, get her into nursery to look yeah. after her, it meant that they would, they'd had that time to actually have a bit of a practice with her, I suppose. Um, had, had your daughter had much um, experience of sleeping outside of her own cot then? Had she slept around sort of grandparents and stuff? So obviously going up to, to hold, she would have obviously yeah. stayed over. But was that maybe for one night? So was that the first time where she may have, well, had more than one night that were outside of her normal bed? Um, and if so, how yeah, did that, that go? I mean, yes, it was. Um, but the way we set it up was we've got, we've got a bit of a strange setup actually for a sleeping with a, in her next to me crib um right we weren't going to get a lot of use out of the lie flat bit of the travel system like the pram pram bit of the travel system um and because she rolls around a lot in her sleep we were like right well let's put that inside a next to me cart and she can sleep inside that pram bit of her of her pram um because otherwise it was going to be one of those things that we'd had as part of a set that just didn't get used and we thought that was quite a good way to do it. Um, yeah. Also, it was really comfortable for her. So um, whenever we go away, we've taken that with us and used that as the thing that she's sleeping in on right. top of whatever it, whatever we end up putting her in, whether it's in like a travel cot or if it's um, on, a, on, a, on a bed sort of in between us or something like that. So it yeah. gives us that option of she's always kind of slept in the same thing it's just been moved so yeah. it's in, been in different places so I, I mean she was away for a few nights that time but i don't know how she'd deal with it if she wasn't in that because we've never we've never experienced that really so i was gonna say our, our first family break was to exactly the same as it was to center parks as well um but our daughter was have been um so i've just been lucky now so she was um she would have been 18 months so she was born in the december of 2020 we went to center parks july 22 yeah so so about 18 months so she, she obviously was a little bit older so she was de- she was definitely walking by then um in fact she was yeah. she was running um there's videos of us like like chasing after it but we, we we uh she was in like a like a full bed so we had to kind of push it up against the wall and stuff so she didn't <laughs> flop out um yeah but yeah she, exactly the same as yourself so it was it was probably better for Eden would have enjoyed it a bit more than your daughter, I think, because she was that little bit older. So we were like, the fact, I love woodland. Woodlands, I prefer woodland to being by the sea. Um, my, yeah. my wife's the opposite. Like we, as I say, we went today actually, but I love being in the woodlands. I think so. It's just my place. I really, I love the walks. I love everything about it. So your our like cabin was literally in the woods. That isn't that film, isn't it? I think. Um, so we were looking out the back, and like a deer would walk past. <laughs> Hopefully, that's not like, how your holiday went. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was. Well, I don't think so. Um, so yeah, like a deer was literally sort of ten yards, like into into the undergrowth, like, and she 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 sort of saw and recognised how it was. So that was the yeah. So we did that centre parks as well. I don't think it was we we would have had to have taken too much stuff. So she was obviously feeding and eating normally, so we didn't have to worry about taking like um, 
like foam and stuff like that so we weren't packing too much but i get like 100 like trying to to get it in the back of your car and um, we haven't got a massive car we've got a, we've got a van now which makes it a bit easy but at the time we had sort of just, just like a normal family car um but it was just like closing now so um but we have done we we um so i was just looking back now actually at like our first trips out like there wasn't to 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 like local family so the the first big trip we had was when she would have been um about five months old um so the start of april so that's when lockdown started sort of reducing a little bit so we the first time i think she met uh her extended family so my uh my sister and her kids uh was then so we sort of decided to meet up halfway so we went to milton Keynes uh yeah. to uh not the city center <laughs> yeah looking at just like a big lake <laughs> like we could have a walk around and it was it was just as lockdown was sort of was being um uh like, like loosened lifted, a little bit yeah. yeah but it was so it was so busy it was crazy how busy it was but it was that as you mentioned that first time where you can you're, you're handing it over to uh to to me my mother and it was just like right okay well we're just gonna just relax for a little while it was a case of uh-huh. i've not seen you for a long time how are you hope everyone there's my daughter um and just kind of run off um but then actually saying that though it wouldn't have been so easy because my sisters so my niece would have been uh a, possibly about the same age as is what your daughter is now actually about the same sort of age yeah, and then my nephew would have been about five, so I think he would have needed looking after, you know, fun uncle and that. So I have to kind of look after him. So I don't think that that joyous moment where I have a bit of time to myself it didn't last very long. Um, but that was lovely just to kind of get out. We had a little bit of a walk around. Um, it was a really nice sunny day actually. Pretty lucky for April. Um, so yeah, that that was the first time. Um, and then I w- I've even got like the first time we had a pint with her. So we went for we went to a place called West Wittering. Um, I mean, you've got to be careful of... what the percentage is when you're feeding a pint to a, an 18 month old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, she managed like she struggled at the top. She just spilt off her, over her face. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was like, yeah, uh, it's Carly Black Label. Um, so yeah, she. Uh, so yeah, no, the pint was mine. It was a cider. I, I, as I said, I don't really drink that much now, but I do remember that. Like like that kind of first pint, and it was after lockdown and things like that. We, that was quite nice. So we had a, a walk around there. So I was like, um, I was a couple of weeks after. I think it was on the ninth of of April, um, and then we our first we had our first indoor meal. It was quite a long time after that. So I think uh, I was about the so you could still go out, but you could you'd have to eat you had to eat out outside. So you had to in park, outdoor you had to eat, spaces, eat outside. yeah, exactly. So so the first time we were allowed inside was the the middle of May. So, so it was about six months then. So it was it was quite a slow process for us to actually get her out and and actually do things as a family, other than your your, your archetypal taking her for walks and places like that. We did that quite a lot, but that that first kind of experience of being in a restaurant and there's other people around and kind of dealing with the loud noises, um, which I think she did all right to be fair from what I can remember. Uh, just looking back at as I say pictures of it, but yeah, we had to wait quite a long time before we could do something that we now consider normal um yeah as, that was hard for everybody wasn't it yeah whether they had yeah, kids was, or not yeah mm. um but yeah so so uh, you know those sort of things so um like like today it's a lot easier we could we just kind of like we as i say we've got this van we've, we've been down to hailing island today um and she had a bit of a walk around and uh you took the dog and stuff so yeah luckily that isn't a sandy beach it's just, it's like a rocky beach so it wasn't it wasn't bloody sand everywhere but it was pretty wet um and we went to fun island uh, <laughs> fun in fun yeah. island nice yeah um does well, it yeah, do we, what it we, says we, on the tin uh there was no fun about it 
Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> oh. yeah, it's just one of those play, like seaside resorts, like. But yeah, um, but yeah, so we 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 want to do that a bit more. We want to try and go out. So I I, I took I, as I think I discussed last week. We went out for a walk in the woods. So we do do that. Um, but as I said, that nice little trip to the, the seaside is quite nice. We're going to try and do that a little bit more. Take advantage of the van, the extra bit of space that we've got. Take the dog for a walk, and then we can sit in the van for a bit. We've got like it's all sort of kitted out with seats and stuff inside. Oh, take quite a up. bed. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and, yeah. And, and and at one point, I do want to go take Eden out for um, an overnight stay somewhere, just me and her in the van. Um, but as I said, we need to sort yeah, our bed out. The bed's broken, but yeah, she, we have done that. We have done the camping trips. So we've we've been um, about three or four times last summer. We we were able to go out and. Um, the same with anything now that got gradually better and gradually easier so when she got more used to it so she sort of sleeps in the uh, in the cabin so we 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 put like um like a sleeping sort of it's like a semi already inflated sort of mat thing put that across the the front seats and then put stuff in the footwell so she doesn't fall out and she kind of sleeps in there um so the first night she didn't really do very well and she ended up being with us but subsequently she she loves it and she she asks for it now she wants to sleep in the van so yeah we can just kind of say do you want to go out for a weekend where the weather's nice and she'll jump in and she's looking forward to it so so she's getting outdoorsy already which is quite nice that's a really positive thing so i mean i grew up being really outdoorsy um yeah and spend a lot of time outside and it's just it's just really good for you makes yeah. you feel good you get loads of fresh air and yeah it's it's a really good thing one thing i'd be interested to know though we, we've been talking about um camping and we've got like i've got a lot of camping gear so it's something that we yeah. could do how yeah. easy is it to keep things clean and sterile that need to be kept clean and sterile when you're camping so as i said it was easier for us because there wasn't that as much of a necessity to keep everything clean. well obviously we don't want it, want her to get ill but it, we, we because as i said she would have been uh like two like two and a half by the time we were doing this so we it wasn't the same concern i i definitely i'd, I'd have reservations about um taking her maybe when she was younger but because we've got the van and the, the, the facilities in some of the campsites are unbelievable like they're, they're really really good so you have got that option you've got the, the boiling water um i think making the formula might be a bit of a pain but we we had, we had to go through this when we went to we went to lanzarote with her last year so i i, I think it's going to be complicated it's going to be something that you'll think about all the time but i don't think that sort of thing should stop you from doing it i think the actual experience that you'll take away from you can see around getting you know making making sure things are sterile and and you'll, you'll work things out um but the, the, you, you can't let that be the, the thing that's going to stop you from doing it because it's such a good experience and i know you, you'll be amazing i you I, you know i know obviously yourself and your and your partner like you'll be really really good at it and you'll have such a good time and you'll have all the gear as well so so yeah i think it's something that you need to think about it'll be harder for for you your your guys than it was for us because our daughter was obviously a little bit older um, and at that point yeah. she can eat what she wants and if she gets ill she gets ill it's good for you it's fine yeah I, mean, I, th- I think so with with the van have you got like a fridge and stuff in there or you could put one in there if you wanted to <clears throat> we we're, we're not going to go so we've got um we've got an icebox so it's a real basic kind of set we want to try and do it over a period of time because it's so expensive to do what we'd love to have like a full sort of fridge set up and things like that but we've got we've got a uh, we've just got an icebox and that keeps everything um like chilled or frozen for sort of three days so we're never going to be camping any longer than that and if we do we just like refuel but we've got um so we've got the van but then we've got like a big sort of tent awning next to it so it's like a little compartment they have outside yeah so, so we if, if we went like it'd that. be tent camping yeah um yeah 
Well, yeah, we don't have any of that. Um, I, I, again, that would be something that you might need, need to look at. Maybe get a small like battery powered one or something like that, or, or what have you for for, for your yeah. setup. I think possibly. Uh, but as I said, it was easier for us because we could just pack a normal human food um, or dog food. Should eat yeah. both. <laughs> Yeah, chuck her a dog biscuit, keep her Get out of his bowl, get out of his bowl. Yeah, we take the dog (laughs) with us as well, like, so. So, you mentioned Lanzarote before. Um, Yeah. So, you've been to Lanzarote with uh, with your little girl. Um, Yeah. How was that? Like, I suppose suppose for me, the, the biggest concern isn't the actual going away and getting on a plane and things. It's... How do you pack the right stuff so that you've... Because you, I'm just thinking, like, the amount of stuff that we take with us at the moment is just phenomenal. Mm. How do you reduce that down enough to go to go on an aeroplane? Um, so I, I think what, what we took... So, again, so she was... Um, it was last summer we went, so... She, she, we didn't need that so we didn't need all like the, the formula and things like that that was a pain yeah. but because obviously we don't have a microwave in our room and she still like needs the milk she drinks so much milk still like i don't know if we have to wean her off her um i, I don't know if that's the thing i think but she's still like she'll need one before she goes to bed um and obviously you can't pack that with you, you can't take like your microwave with you so what we were boiling the kettle with the bottle inside with the milk inside of the bottle sort of thing um you, so I think it's just like changing clothes and things like that. And luckily we were going with our grandparents, well, so her grandparents uh, as well. So if we needed anything, we could just kind of get them to take some stuff as well. But yeah, we didn't really yeah. have to take anything beyond the norm. Like we, we tried to reduce the amount of toys that we took with it because inevitably we'd lose, we'd lose stuff. So we, we lost yeah. our favorite book, actually. We left it, I say we, it was me. You left it on the on the on the plane. It's just more thing for you to worry about. You can get stuff while you're out there. You'll get you'll get more toys, especially when she's as I said, she's two, and she sees all the other kids playing with like it's like a little sort of squash, sort of a bit smaller than a tennis ball. This inside of it's on an elastic band, and you can throw it, and it comes back to you. Now, obviously, you have to be careful because you can take your bloody eye out with that sort of thing. But yeah, we did Safe take too around, many though. toys. Uh, well I'm not very good at them I I tried a boomerang once uh, when I was at Camp America with a load of Aussie mates and I was like let me have a go and I literally straight away threw it on top of a roof so I was like yeah I'm not not doing that (laughs) yeah Um, but yeah so so I I think clothes wise you you, you have to but all the other stuff you can kind of get you know while you're out there and you you, if you get little bits that you're probably not going to need and you can leave it there then I'd, i'd recommend you doing that but i think as i said it's the same as your camping situation whereby your requirements will be slightly different to mine because of the age of your daughter um, so there'll be certain yeah, things yeah. that you might have to take. So we, so we've we've just swapped over the pram that we've got because the one that we had before was far too bulky for us to be able to take. So we had to use a kind of a, a basic kind of little or elderly one that we had as well. So that that's something yeah. that we, we, we had to take. Um, so we've had to change that over. Um, sort of things like clothes and stuff that's relatively like, easy. But yeah, that 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 pram posture thing was the biggest thing that we had to take um, because she's a lazy I think, little. I think thinking about. Walk. I think one of the main things you mentioned there for us is the formula because obviously we can't use any old formula. We've got to use oh, the no. prescribed formula. Um, so we'd have to take enough with us to last us for the period of time that's out there. Um, and if you get stopped by airport security with that amount of white powder in your suitcase, you might be in a bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah. You should probably like not put it in packages and strap it onto your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but formula that, I mean, also, the other side rate. of that is that... Yeah, 
that the formula isn't light either, is it? Like when you buy the packs no. of formula, it's it's actually quite heavy. So, I mean, yeah, it's probably got the it, same it just, street value as cocaine as well. Yeah, well, it probably has actually. Yeah, with it being um, the lactose free stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not cheap stuff to buy. Yeah. So would you um, would you have to get like um a, I don't know like a doctor's note or like a prescription with you to be able to take take that overseas or is proof or well we have we have a a recurring prescription for it anyway and we basically just um, phone the pharmacy when we need more and then yeah. they they make sure they've got it in for when we need it um, right but I don't know what the score is I think we'd have to look into it because we can obviously only take a certain amount with us. Um, and if we're for any reason delayed in coming back, then we'd need to have what we needed to have. So we'd have to find some way of um, of getting that for her. I mean, she, luckily she is on some solids as well, so we could probably get away with that for a few days. But up until then, one, like milk is their sort of main yeah. nutritional sort of meal, isn't it, each day? Yeah. So we just have to bear that in mind. Um, well, we so yeah. we've actually got a, a, the same. We're going to the same place uh, in uh, in August. So our newborn will be God three months, I think three months old. Oh, that's brave, take, uh, brave, yeah, brave or but so so when we first discussed whether we're going to go again, uh, we were thought, well, she's going to cry a lot, and you know, you won't get much sleep and things like that, and you'll be tired. And I was just thought, well, we'll we'll, we'll do all that here. At least I could do it with as a swimming pool. It's quite sunny or whatever. Um, yeah. So so yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, and and I think that's part of the reason why. Hopefully, uh, our eldest will be a bit more sociable, so she can go in. The, it's like a little kids' club. She might be able to go in there. Or if she's swimming, she doesn't need to have both of us there. So if she's got swimming lessons, she's obviously not going to let go on her own. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so I'll uh, <laughs> all those questions you've just asked, I'll let you know. <laughs> when it's like, yeah, don't do it, do not do it. It's so difficult. Um, so so, so four, four hours on the plane is is the big one. That'd be interesting because um, obviously we were we, if we were ever yeah. thinking about going back to the to 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 Dubai, that's seven hours, and, that, and we've been on a flight with kids for seven hours, and like other like other people's like other passengers' kids, and it was horrible. It was a nightmare. They were kicking off, so we don't want to go through that. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. So when when when's it you you're planning on going to on holiday? Oh where were you thinking as well? Well we've we've not really discussed discussed it that far, but we we've decided that we don't wanna be on a long, long flight. So we right. were saying sort of like three and a half, four hours maximum for yeah. the for the flight element of it. Um because of thinking about like feeds and things like that, so making sure yeah. that we can do all of that because You'd have to have everything ready for that, and you'd have to have it in your bag and stuff. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just it's just working out the logistics, isn't it? Really, yeah. I mean, I think they'll be quite accommodating on the flight, won't they? Be able to boil water and things like that. They, they let yeah, our kids, yeah. they, let, they let our daughter fly uh, walk through bloody business class, and she's coming back with biscuits <laughs> and stuff. I was like, oh, what you got there? Um, so yeah, I'm sure <laughs> to, like like boil, boil the water <laughs> for you and, and and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I, like the, the biggest fi- like thing I'd, I'd I'd say watch out for is obviously the the the, the fact that like the sun, like that's the biggest thing I have yeah, to I, yeah. I, I worry over is making sure that she doesn't get sunburn um, and also she isn't in the sun too long, um, like she 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 fell asleep like pretty much instantly one day, um, and she she was asleep for a good three hours she must have been 
it must have been three hours. She was asleep for so and obviously the sun keeps moving, so you have to like it's like a like it's a time lapse of this bloody sun lounger moving around like there's a child in it. <laughs> um but that that's that's probably the thing. It wasn't so much for us the the, the packing. It was it was making sure that she she drinks a lot of fluid because it's warmer. Um she'll be dehydrated you know, because she's going into the, the, the swimming pool, like and that was a heated pool as well that was sort of yeah. outside. Um so yeah, just keeping her out of the sunshine, and she's an active kid anyway. So trying to do that with her, and she doesn't really understand the concept of each stroke until she's had it. Um, so yeah. so yeah, that's the big one. I think you have to be kind of with, with the kids. That's sun safe awareness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. I mean when when um, when our little girl was born, it was it was April um, last year, and there was a couple of heat waves over that summer, um, mm. and. Yeah, it, that was interesting, just even being at home trying to deal with that because it was just so warm. Um, yeah. And you couldn't you couldn't keep the house cool enough almost. And you, you're constantly thinking, well, I don't want it to overheat, even if no. she's indoors. Um, yeah. So you just got, you just got to be careful with it. But, I mean, I think she'd love going on holiday because she loves being in a swimming pool, so she'd enjoy doing yeah. that. Um, yeah. She loves people watching, like I say, so she'd really enjoy that. And she loves being outside, which you sp- you don't spend your whole day in your room, do you? When you go when you go on holiday, no, so no. I think I think all of the elements combined would yeah. be she she'd sleep a lot as well because that's a lot of stimulus for for a, a small yeah. person. So I, yeah. I've got visions of your daughter like walking past the pool bar, Pedro Tres Cervezas, por favor, and what are you having, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be good if I could train her to do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on it. Work on it for the summer. I was going to say, though, there was one other trip that we went on in the UK that was actually really good, that got recommended from, I think it was a group that we were in. Um, and someone said, go to an aquarium. Because there's obviously a lot of colours, there's a lot of movement, and there's a lot of things to mm. see. So that's what we did. We went to an aquarium. And the only thing that would have made it better was if I remembered to take the carrier um, because right. trying to take her around just by carrying her because you couldn't yeah. take push chairs around. So mm. um, you either had to carry your child or have them in a carrier and a front facing carrier would have been so helpful to have had yeah. when we were there. But she was just fascinated by everything that was there because it was obviously there was loads of people around, but also yeah. all the bright colours and the different fish. Um, she especially loved it um, when we went through one of them water tunnels. Well, the, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. The, 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 sort of the dome over your top of your head, like, yeah. And there was like, there was turtles like swimming over the top and sharks swimming over the top of her. And she just didn't know where to look. She was yeah. just fascinated by the whole thing. Um, so I'd recommend with it, I mean, we went there when she was quite young still. I'd recommend definitely yeah. going somewhere like that with a younger child because it's got everything they want as sort of as a stimulus. Yeah. It's, it's there. Um I mean, obviously, yeah, go to a good wish... one. Don't just go to a, a bloke's house with a goldfish. But, like, <laughs> yeah, go to yeah. one that's got well, a bit of variety. Well, so uh, Eden's um, grandparents, they had, uh, like, goldfish. So she'd been looking after them. But uh, one got massive and then it was on its side. <laughs> What's up with that <laughs> one? Uh, it's sleeping. Um, but, yeah, I wish we'd done that, 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 uh, that aquarium. We, we, we've taken her to, I think she might have been to a zoo. Um 
But yeah, that aquarium would have been amazing because it's like those, you know, the the sensory kind with the, the uh, like with the bubbles and places like that that you see with all the lights. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly like that, isn't it? Really. Um, so yeah, I think that's something I wish we'd done with our our daughter is, is do that aquarium. And obviously, we can still do it now, but yeah, we she's she's banging. She likes she likes the dinosaurs, so we're trying to get a trip to a natural history museum. Um, but that 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 aquarium that must have been really cool. Yeah, it was good fun, and like as an adult, going around in aquariums is a really nice thing to do, anyway, isn't it? So it's 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 nice on on every level, really. Yeah, um, did they play the whale music? Yeah. And I, I, I've gone. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think oh, I think she fell asleep partway around actually. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, wake up. We've paid for you. It, yeah, wait. Yeah, wake up. And and a lot of aquariums as well. You can get deals on as well. So yeah. you just have to look in the right places. Go online and find out where where to get the deals. And I think we got a deal off um, like cereal packets, right? Um, to go, and it meant that we were paying. I think we had to pay for one adult or something rather mm. than both of us. And because of how young she was, you didn't have to pay for her anyway. So yeah. you've just got a cupboard I mean, full of Weetabix now. <laughs> Yeah, which is fine because she loves Weetabix. So, yeah, that's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so shall we get on to our, our comparison then? Now we've had a bit of a chat about different trips. So I, I think what the what, what, best thing to, to, to do, what, what I had in my mind, was essentially look at um, Monday morning through to sort of um, the, like that, that working week, so to speak, and then, um, you know, at the weekend. So... If we sort of say start on the Monday, so what sort of time do you think you start your week with uh, with your daughter? What sort of time do you think you're up and, and you know, one up all so, up, is it? Or are you able to sort of stay in a little bit? Well, it depends. So it depends what time she's fallen asleep the night before, essentially. Um, yeah. My partner's still on maternity leave at the moment um, yeah. and she's doing her kit days at the moment. So keeping in touch days and that's every right. Friday. So okay. um, Monday to Thursday, she's at home with her little girl. And so on Monday morning, I'm I'm up at, I mean, the alarm's off around seven-ish. Um, so that's mm. what time I get up and I um, sneak out of the bedroom like I'm trying to walk across a minefield so as not to wake anybody <laughs> yeah. up. Like um, an ninja like that. Don't make a noise. Yeah, don't make a noise. Don't speak. Don't drop anything. Um, don't yeah. stand on that floorboard there because you know that one makes noise. I was about noise. to say, yeah, do you have a, we yeah. used to have a floorboard in the in the old flat like and it used to make a noise every time you walk. So you have to kind of step over it. Yeah, you you just got to, you've got to have it all planned out. Like 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 a, a bomb disposal expert would go in through a minefield, they would mark where the mines are. So yeah, yeah we've got one of them little yellow marker cards with a number on it next to the creaky floorboard. <laughs> like crime scene investigation style. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I get up around seven, um, and normally our little girl isn't awake then. So normally what will happen is I'll be le- I will have left the house before she wakes up. Um, oh wow! So yeah, she'll normally sleep until well, sometime between sort of half seven and about nine, depending on oh. like what her sleep patterns like. That so and what time she's gone to sleep the night before. Is that, um, so just asking I mean, about that is that is that a, is that is that a thing then so do you find that if she's gone to bed a little bit later she'll sleep in and then obviously vice versa if she's gone to bed a little bit sooner she'll wake up a little bit earlier pretty much yeah i mean that that is pretty much how it is so if if she's fallen asleep say eight o'clock or something like that she yeah. she doesn't generally sleep for 12 hours so she'll be up before 
eight, like seven, half six, six o'clock, yeah. half six, seven o'clock, something like that. She'll normally right. sleep for around sort of 10 hours-ish. So if she falls asleep, she normally falls asleep when she's having a, around when she's having a last bottle, yeah. which is sometime between sort of nine and 10. We try and push it as late as we can because we know that she'll fall asleep when she's taking it. And then mm. we know that we'll we'll get her to sleep until sort of eight o'clock the following morning if, if she'll do that. So yeah. that, that's what we aim for. Um, and then, yeah, so that, that's that's kind of the start of my partner's day. So she'll be up with her. She'll feed her as soon as she gets up. And then she'll have a bit of a coffee and a biscuit herself and stuff. And yeah. then there'll be more food to be had. So like she'll have a milk and then mm. about an hour and a half, two hours later, she'll be having some Oaty Bix. Um, and then... I mean, there's a lot of feeding through the day, isn't there? Because yeah. there's the milk and there's the solids. Um, yeah, and then she'll go out with her. She'll do something with her out of the house normally. That, that's that's normal protocol for it for a Monday. Um, yeah. And then I'll be getting back from work sort of half five, six o'clock-ish. Um, yeah. And sometimes on a Monday, my partner then will go to the gym on a Monday evening and she'll, yeah. she'll have booked a class or something. And right. she'll go and do that. Um, and then bath time's around half seven. And yeah. then, yeah, routine. Routine. Routine continues. Yeah. I mean, how, how's that different for you? Sort of like your your, um, your Monday. So, we, so we're not quite as, as, look, <laughs> excuse me, quite as lucky with, uh, with our daughter, whereby if she goes to sleep earlier, she'll st- uh, like wake up. But if she stays up a bit later, um, she'll have that lie in. Doesn't matter what time she's going to sleep at night, she'll be waking up at half five. Um, so, although I have, so my alarm's set for half six, um, that alarm clock has never woke me up. I'm, I'm always, we're always awake. <laughs> nice. So, like, so my, my, my wife's alarm will go off. I don't know if she's changed it recently. It's gone off about quarter to six, um, but I think it, it, it takes her quite a long time to kind of get up. So she's she's more, she's a deeper sleeper than I am. So she'll set the alarm for about quarter to six. And, Sometimes our daughter is awake, um, and she, she'll come down straight to us. So, so she won't kind of, you know, stay up in her room. She'll come down, and and depending on what sort of face she's got on, we we you know, it's whether what we can deal with it. So she'll invariably she'll come in with us, and we'll stick. Um, she's into Mika at the moment, so she'll watch uh, something on Netflix whilst one of us goes down and and kind of gets her first milk of the day. <laughs> she's obsessed yeah. with it, honestly. She's like a crackhead. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she'll, we'll do her, we'll do her milk and she's, th- this is the best bit though. She's, she's able to kind of just sit there and, and entertain herself while we both get ready. Um, so, so I, I'll, I'll start getting ready. I might go down and do me dinner, uh, whilst I'm doing her milk, but we we sort of, I'm up and ready for, I think around sort of seven o'clock, we'll be trying to make our way downstairs. And hopefully at this point, Eden has, has shown some sort of willingness to start thinking about getting changed. Um, otherwise so we want to try and leave so we need to get so we she's obviously at nursery four days a week so we need to try and get her to nursery around 7.30 you know so she because we pay for the breakfast club don't you think yeah I'm just trying to think of that film from the 80s and what the song wasn't but it left me as soon as I thought about it but anyway um, so yeah so so we'll come down and we'll still kind of go around and um, she's quite good at wanting, so she'll give her to some, something to eat. So that's normally the thing that kind of swaps her mindset is when we sort of give her a little bit, a uh, little bit of toast with something on it. 
and she'll sit and then she'll be happy to kind of get changed and things like that so she will sometimes kick up a stink she doesn't necessarily always want she's a bit like a teenager she doesn't necessarily always want to go to to nursery but by the time we're sort of just about to go she'll leave it to the very last minute and then she'll cooperate um so we'll we'll be leaving the house at about um half past seven so between myself and my and my wife we will alternate who kind of takes her in depending on whether i've got a lesson first thing or whether she might have a meeting or um she'll have to go in i think every wednesday she goes in because she wants to do a bit more work before so if we say so i'll I'll drop her uh, i'll daughter off at about say half past seven and then i sort of fly into work i'll I'll, I'll be in work for maybe uh, half eight ish depending on traffic so she'll then be in nursery until um around about five o'clock ish so i don't finish work until uh quarter past four um and then it takes me about as i say once i've messed around it'll be about an hour about five o'clock by the time i get back so invariably it'll be my wife who's gone and picked her up um yeah. and then you'll get like a breakdown of the day how she been um she'll usually have a evening meal at the nursery uh, but she's going through a bit of a growth spurt at the moment, so she'll end up probably eating something with us anyway. So we always try to aim to have maybe our evening meal while she's still awake, if we can. Um, we Before uh, our daughter arrived, we were late eaters. We wouldn't be having our tea till about nine o'clock. Um, but yeah, since she's been arrived, we tried to do it a little bit sooner. Um, if she's having a bath, then we want to try and start the wind down about half past six um, to aim to try and get her into bed for around about 7 30 but i think we're being optimistic then like like tonight she she likes like beach she'll get her pens out uh, and she won't want to put them away until she's used all of them um and then what she doesn't do she doesn't use one and put the lid on she'll put she'll pile up her pens in one area and then the lids on another area and then we've got to kind of put them back together in the right order so um yeah that that's it's a whole routine and then we'll get her into bed as i say around half seven um, and then we'll read her a three books. She'll drink her milk again, and then then lights out, and we'll we'll go again. Battle will recommence in about twelve to fourteen <laughs> hours. Um, yeah. So so yeah, it's it's a long old hog, and obviously now it's 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 trickier at the weekends because she's not having that afternoon nap. Yeah, so I, she, mean, she'll I suppose we like we have naps that appear. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean we we have our little girl will nap during the daytime. It depends yeah. how much stimulus she's had to how long those naps are or even right. how frequent those naps are. Um, yeah. yeah um, but what she has got good at recently is we've got a little play mat that she can sit on. Um, yeah. And as long as we put a little bit of a cushion behind her in case she decides to just throw herself backwards as she does every now and then, um, yeah. <laughs> then we can surround Ooh, her with some of her toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she'd make a good scuba diver. Um, yeah, she's dropping in <laughs> off the back of the boat. But um, <laughs> it looks yeah. she's got like she's facing the right way. Or she's just lying on the yeah. back of the bottom of a boat. Yeah, um, but that that can give us a bit more time to get a few bits done. Um, mm. And now she's eating a few more solids. It means that whatever we have, we can give her a little bit of that as well. So yeah. it those sorts of things reduce the amount of time that you're having to spend doing specific things for your daughter and instead yeah. you're able to then um get through your routine a little bit quicker um yeah. i think because your routine's constantly changing though as they grow um yeah. you've just got to bear that in mind haven't you and you've just got to understand that some days it's going to take a long time to get through something that took very little time to get through yeah. the previous day um, and it just depends <laughs> yeah, we're, on we're doing a 
we're doing exactly the same as we did yesterday. You're doing it. You enjoyed it. Why are you kicking off now? Why would you put your? Why are you running around with no clothes on, and asking me to be the Gruffalo? <laughs> like, please, can you get ready? <laughs> um, I mean, luckily but, we're not but, at that point yet. But yeah, <laughs> it does yeah. get it does get a hell of a lot easier when you can. It is bad parenting, but it we have to because obviously we both work full time. We 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 wouldn't be able to. We we're not in a position where one of us gets ready and then whilst the other one looks after our daughter and then vice versa we can't do that we have to kind of but we're luckily that she is quite an independent young lady actually so we we kind of as i say she, she'll happily look after herself she might come down and sort of do, do her pens or whatever but yeah we we can happily get and we can have our shower routine and that's going to be that's really really helpful you know especially now obviously we're, we're both back at work you know being able to kind of have that opportunity where she can like like we don't we don't kind of just let her fend for herself right the kitchen's downstairs <laughs> everything's there if you need it if you want a bowl of cereal help yourself um it's yeah. none of that it's like okay what do you want and we'll get it and that allows us to kind of get ready it's a bit of a mad rush we've got quite a small kitchen anyway and it invariably ends up being two adults a kid and a dog all vying for the same pay, same space like poor dog he's the last one who gets locked after like but he makes the most noise so it's like come on and we'll feed him as well and then Eden will start feeding out of a bowl like <laughs> no get off um she doesn't really but don't feed me, me daughter dog food yeah but I suppose it's just about getting that routine isn't it and getting used to that routine and like our routine yeah. is very similar well through the week apart from my mm. partner will go to diff- different places during the days or yeah. she might up meet up with some of her friends from uh, different little groups that she's little baby groups that she's part of um, yeah and, and that will be different but then the the main day for us that's different is the Friday because she goes to nursery on a Friday but it's yeah, very much like your day there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in that she's dropped off around half seven, quarter to eight. Um, mm. And she's at nursery. And what what we do have is when she's at nursery, they have a little app that um, updates us on literally everything that she's doing. So we'll know when she's yeah. had a nap, when she's had a food, how much yeah. food she's had um, yeah. and, and that side of things. And my partner drops her off in the morning and I pick her up in the evening. That's the routine that we've got. Um, so she's there full 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 day then full day yeah so she's there until i mean we pay for her to be there until half past five because yeah you don't always know exactly what time you're going to be able to get away from work um Mm. i normally pick her up around five o'clock ish by the time i've got there um but yeah we we put her in um for fridays for a whole day and i think that she's getting a lot of benefit from it to be honest yeah um there's obviously a, a huge social aspect of it, uh, yeah. being around other children, and the professionals that work at, at nurseries are, are fantastic, and they mm. they offer stimulus that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do quite so easily at home, um, mm. like uh, sand and water play and things like that is not always yeah. as easy to do at home as it would no, be to no, do no. there, um, and like um, things like. Um, the small world type play you you have some of those sorts of things in your house but you don't you don't have the sort of the variety of different things that they have in in those places so i yeah. think it's a really worthwhile thing for her um 
and they are really fantastic. Like when we turn up, you always have a really nice chat with them. Um, mm. Yeah, and but I think part of that is about choosing your nursery wisely as well, which I'm sure we'll talk yeah. about in future episodes. That, yeah, I think that again, that's we, we, it's a huge minefield. So we we didn't go down the nursery route originally. I, I think we'll, we'll we'll maybe talk about this a, a bit more detail a little bit later on in, a, in another pod. But we went down the childminder route to start with, and she was like, she was incredible. She was so good. It was it was really emotional, really like when we decided that we were going to take her out there and, and, and go down the nursery just because of the, um, you know, if, if you, so basically if the childminder was ill, then we'd have to take a day off. And it's really difficult yeah. in, in the jobs that we do to, to, to do that. Obviously the, where we work are very flexible, but we don't want to be taking them. And, and there was a period where there was quite a bit of closure, especially with COVID and things like that. If they get, if someone, if the, you know, she gets COVID, then everything's on lockdown. You, we, we can't send a child in. So that was a decision we made, but she, she was so good with her. And, 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 you know, she might not be socially the most outgoing, but we think like she's quite, I think, you know, uh, my, my wife will be better judge at this because obviously she, the age that she works at, I think she's really, really bright with her numbers, uh, her letters, her drawing, her colors, her shapes. She's so good. And that's down to the, the, the amount of time that the, the child my owner was able to kind of do with it. But as I said, like, you know, going into that, you know, the different routine. So, uh, yeah, going over to the the the, the nursery thing is, is a huge thing that you need to decide. So, are you are you planning on going more than once a week? Uh, so, when your your partner's going back to work? So yeah, um, this is going to happen soon actually, um, because um, after Easter her maternity leave finishes. So after the Easter mm-hmm. holiday, which is coming up quite rapidly now, um, got five weeks. Yeah, her it? maternity leave finishes, and she's going to work right. three days until um, the end of the school year a week yeah and for two of those days our little girl will be in nursery and one of those days we've got family helping out um, right. and then as of september we've not 100 percent decided what we're going to do yet but mm. we have um reserved a space at nursery that would be full-time if we needed it which yeah. we don't ideally want to do but we're gonna we're, we're gonna we've got to make some decisions before uh basically the end of the easter term Mm. Um, I think it was a big, big it was a big chat for us because we we straight away went full time. Um, I think I, th- I think it was it. So we've always done we always do four days a week. So she'll do four days in minder nursery, and then she'll do that fifth day on the Friday with the nans. Um, yeah. So I, I think I think it's a, it'll be a real like difficult decision for your partner to do because she's obviously had that so much time like through yeah, that, yeah. That, that maternity period that's going to be a really difficult decision for him to, to make but I think the fact that she's in that nursery already is a really good sign I think that transition between going maybe once or twice three times a week to going full time is, is good, probably going to be slightly easier than if you're going to go straight in full time I think possibly um but I think I think for for you as a dad there, then I I think you it's it's got to be there. You've got to be that support mechanism, I think, because it's going to be real difficult for your for for your partner to sort of say like waver off in the morning and do yeah, that yeah. Like, I mean, regularly. Yeah, I mean she's always done the drop offs, but that might start changing as she's going as as our little girl's going more regularly because um it might be that she's got to be at work a little bit earlier whereas on yeah. kit days you don't you don't end up normally doing the same sort of hours so it means that she can go a little bit later than yeah. than she would have done before but yeah it, it's a conversation that we've got to have over sort of the next half term and and decide 
possibly what's going to be happening when we get as far as September away, which yeah. is, is obviously planning in advance. But mm. um, the one thing that is a positive, though, is that we're really, really happy with the nursery that she's out there. Fantastic. So yeah. um, that, that's a really good thing. But I do think that we should pick back up on this in, a, in another pod because yeah. choosing a nursery or a childminder, because I know yeah. other people that have used childminders as well, is yeah. is such a huge thing, yeah. And there's there's some key things to look for as well that mm. I think, because we both work in education, I think yeah. sometimes you're a you're a bit better placed to understand certain things about picking a nursery, yeah. Um, and and what you should look for, and um, maybe things that might be a little bit of a concern when you're looking around. I, I can um, definitely vouch for the fact so, that yeah. reviews and ratings aren't necessarily a, a clear indicator of how much how good a feeling you're going to get for that when you go for a, a tour round so we'll obviously we'll talk about that a little bit later um so shall we think about wrapping up but before we do we've got a, a an influential person to talk about haven't we well yeah, so you have more than me yeah so so last week then we were talking about how um uh, we would be really great, uh, like happy if our daughters were to turn out like our respective uh, partners. Um, you know the fact that they were they were really strong. So we're kind of carrying on that a little bit. Um, and it's and it's still too obviously a, a big into me sport, and it's still going through that. And I know this this individual's been in the in the news recently, and not necessarily for um, like positive relationships with the the, the other gender, the other sexes. So uh, it's it's Mary Earps for me. So Mary Earps is the uh, the current lioness goalkeeper, and obviously she'd 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 be a, a, a great kind of um, uh, a character figure for my daughter because uh, I think my daughter's going to be into sport. She's a successful sports person, so she's the goalkeeper of the year uh, for FIFA last year. Um, so that's one thing but it's a, a kind of integrity and in being able to kind of not accept things if she's not happy with it so the first issue was obviously the the row that she had with nike over the um the uh, refusal of nike to launch the the ladies goalkeeping strip uh, to, to to purchase by fans during the world cup last year so she kind of took them on a on a on a kind of behind the scenes battle with that particular manufacturer and and ended up kind of winning, so she was she was fighting for for the the right of obviously women's sports to be you know almost as equal. But she was championing her position that goalkeepers are quite important as well. Um, so that was something that's really important. Then obviously she she's been through the the ringer a little bit, quite like over social media with with other former f- um, footballing professionals, and we won't sort of talk about. It. I won't give them the time of day to be honest with you. But the fact she does that with credibility, she's trying to support not just herself as a female professional, but all female professional sports people everywhere and i know that's a massive thing at the moment where you know there's that you know should they have the same funding and things like that it's, it's a little bit ridiculous really but i i just think that mary Oops would be an absolutely amazing role model for my daughter the sports the integrity and you know not willing to kind of you know take things differently because uh, she's female they they should be treated exactly the same so so yeah my first out of the family um inspirational female would be england goalkeeper mary Oops. Yeah, and I think it's a big thing that she's obviously pushing those boundaries that mm. shouldn't be there, essentially, but yeah. they are there. And and it's it. there will be people that break ground with those sorts of things and make it so that even earnings become more more mm. level um, with, the, with the men's games as well. 
Yeah, so that's mine for this week. Yeah. So maybe next week, I think you might, that'll be on your shoulders. So next week you can have a, have oh, a look. Yeah. Um, so yeah, episode five of uh, of in the, in the Dolls Hills, we've talked about, um, you know, what sort of days out we've been able to do with our, our uh, respective daughters. We've also had a look at the, what you have to go through kind of going overseas and, and, and things like that. So maybe we'll discuss that in more detail um, come sort of May when I go, uh, sorry, August, when we take my daughter to uh, Lanzarote. And we've also had a quick comparison between a sort of 10-month-old and a three-month-old in relation to their kind of day-to-day and week-to-week routine. So I think we've covered pretty, we've covered loads. It's a long one, this one, again, but I yeah. think that's, I think yeah. this has been really cool. Yeah, it's, it's been a long one, but it needed to be, to be fair. We've, we've gone yeah. off down a few little rabbit holes in different directions, but we've also highlighted a few things that we'll come back to in uh, yeah. in future episodes. So that that's really good. Um, so don't... Don't forget to check out the um, socials yep. uh, in the Dolls House Pod with underscores between each word. Um, keep having a look back on there for any information that we might be posting, or we might be posting little videos and reels about like what we've been up to with our, our little girls as well. So yeah, yeah, keep having a look there. Now we sort of know what we're doing with them reels. Yeah, we'll we'll try and post them. Yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to wrap it up then, Chris? Yeah, so yeah, thanks so much for uh, listening to the pod and hopefully we'll see you a little bit uh, later on next week uh, in The Doll's House. (laughs) 